0: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com.
1: Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to Bluenile.com. That's Bluenile.com. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And
2: welcome once again to the HJ Weekly. Weekly. A roundup of some of the best bits. From the uh, previous week's shows. Now, I don't feature in one of the sections. I've got a problem. I've got a massive ego. Don't bother me. Right I can. I, it, it says here snooker versus cricket. So I can only imagine that it was Andy Goldstein standing in the corner of snooker yeah. and you supporting the game. I of think cricket. I was trying to convince him. Really? He's not a fan, is he? No. He's not, not a fan. All, no. So you hear that. Um, player mattresses. Uh, that, yes. They were discussed as well. You probably saw that the they thought they'd outed the Belgian squad via mattresses, but it didn't quite work out that way. I think they were
1: just in footballers' beds, I think. Oh, was it footballers' beds? I'm not in that bit, in
2: that bit either. The, actually, <laughs> the ego's kicking in. Mind any of this, love? <laughs> you have are a, in that I'm bit. a little queenie. <laughs> I am only kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm only kidding. You're a queenie fit in a minute. I'm walking out, love. Oh, sorry. Uh, Eddie Frankel joined us. He started a new magazine called Oof. Oof. Which is about art and football. He was inspired by Cristiano's... Uh, Bust oh, outside we, we Mid- Madeira Airport.
1: Very arty we went this evening. It afternoon. did
2: go very arty. Um, world Cup songs. We played you a number of the World Cup songs from uh, around the world in Readyment for Freddie Flintoff mm. and uh, Ricky Wilson, who never turned up. One was playing football, one had gone AWOL, but Toby and Jocasta at the PR company, of course, <laughs> didn't bother telling us that until two minutes before they were supposed to be on air but don't let that get in the way no. thanks everybody no for that no change there uh john devlin joined us he's yes. uh he's a very good man he's he's uh, the king of uh, football shirts from around the world the author of a fine book on the subject and he took us through all the k- kits at this world cup didn't Kick Kick kits. K- that's it could have been worse um as a little bonus we'll give you the clips of the month as well oh, yeah. for may we'll add okay. that so there we hope you enjoy it all Seven minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul.
1: Good afternoon,
2: everyone. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I was in the wilds of Scotland. I had very much a football-free week. I mean, I, I, you know, the. The uh, Raheem Sterling tattoo, sort of semi passed me by. Not a the big only... story in the northern parts. It didn't of make it. wasn't the front cover of the record uh, or the Highland Times. Um, I did pass some Highland League football grounds, which mm. I very much enjoyed, and uh, put those on the map. Um, yeah, it was good. It was uh, well, I weather...
1: did I didn't
2: see him up there. He wasn't doing a tour of the island football grounds. But I, uh, the weather was sensational. It was used, yes. often said to me about. Scotland, mm. if, you know, if, if, if uh, the weather was better, if it was like that all the time, no one would go abroad. No, Amazing place.
1: Beautiful. And uh, you, the Loch Ness Monster was sighted at the end of last week. And I did ask you, it, it could have been you. It could. I
2: went. I, w- I wouldn't say I swam in it myself and my friend. We, we went in very briefly. I think mean, it's the coldest I've ever been in water. It was, Were you wearing um, a wetsuit? No. Ah. No. It's constantly about five degrees, they say, practically all year round. And we thought it'd be a fun thing to do. I really fancied a worn-up wet when I came out. For, <laughs> it must be subliminal. I don't. I don't quite know why. I couldn't work out yeah, why. Absolutely. But we we did come out, and yeah. um, it's you know that thing that dry ice. If you touch dry ice, it, it burns. Yeah. Well, I'm I trying to get out of the water as quickly as we could. I could feel my feet burning. They were oh, so no. cold.
1: That's not good.
2: That was spectacular, yeah. Um, yeah. I went and saw some football I went and saw some World Cup football, Andy, yeah, yesterday. that sounds good. This the Kanifa World Cup. I know uh, Paul Watson was in again last week, wasn't he? Telling he was, the, yeah. Telling yeah very exciting.
1: It. And Paddy was on as well, so we did quite a bit on it. Yeah. So yes, it, it's exciting. It's the hipsters football mm, competition. Is, it, is that right? That's what they're saying. I, I did
2: see quite a lot of big beards there yesterday. Mm. I went to uh, Abkhazia versus Northern Cyprus, one of my neighbours. is from was Northern it a bit
1: Cyprus. Up. No, it wasn't an Abkhazia
2: up. It was a thrilling two-all draw.
1: Yeah,
2: um, mm. we had a sending off and an injury time penalty. And of course, that part of London has got a lot of kind of Greeks and, mm. and, and, and Turks living in it. So it was a very good turn. But the Abkhazia ultras were out in force. Well, they, they they brought their own. It's a kind of sort of the part of Georgia, an unrecognized part of Georgia, as far as I could tell. But mm. um, no, it was a cracking game of football. We got the Abkhazian national anthem. Yeah. This is the first this I, I can remember this happening. The teams came out at around five to three, as you'd mm. imagine, for mm. the three o'clock kickoff, mm. and they they started with the Abkhazia anthem. It's four minutes twenty two seconds. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever seen a it game. It's a nice tune. It nice, well, it's quite epic. You can imagine yeah. what it's like. You know, it doesn't sound like a quiz show thing. Do you want to hear a bit of it. Yeah, I hear a bit of it. Four yeah. minutes. I mean, maybe, maybe we won't give you the four. We'll come back to it. Okay. This yeah. is there we go. This is where it kicks off. Ooh. Ooh,
1: it's a big start.
2: Here's a big start.
1: League
2: theme, Yeah, so. mm. one of the guys said that while we were standing there, yeah. Mm. So you get the idea of that. I like but, it. But all the players stood down, I thought it's going to end in a minute, surely. Three <laughs> o'clock, it gets to three <laughs> o'clock and the theme is still going. We haven't had Northern Cyprus yet.
1: So it didn't kick off to about four minutes
2: past wow. three. But it is quite an epic As epic, isn't it? Yeah. it
1: it's funny because I was watching the highlights. I was away for the weekend. Yeah. I didn't see the game. I was I traveling, the game. et cetera, And I didn't see England. But I did uh, try and catch up with the highlights of Brazil. Because I knew we would be speaking to Tim. And they played. The, the, this highlights package started with the Brazilian national anthem. Yeah. It just gets it up and singing it all more, it just gets right. in your head that one. So, we're uh, going to miss
2: Italy. That's that's when we know yeah, they're not great. in the world cup when we don't hear Rom Pompey Pom, as I Ron believe Pompey, it's called. is yeah. very good, one of the great well, Argentinian anthems.
1: national anthems is a good one as well. That's also yeah. a, a double anthem, but that's that's sensational. Really. Brazil is,
2: is the good one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we, like very we know it's a proper world cup when we hear that. So, um, and yes, do
1: you see Joss Butler? This is a good one. This I did, a, yeah. What a wonderful, uh two games he's had I, I was saying last week the contrast between the innings he played at lords which was you know it's very duh sort of sticking innings compared to the week before and you know he was playing for rajasthan mm. unbelievable and then of course he played more like his old self yesterday but he has this thing it's revealed that at the top of his back yeah it, the words expletive it or damn it i suppose yeah. would be the best the way to describe yeah. it and I, I've always gone with that philosophy. It's a great philosophy, that really. It, well, of course, because I, I
2: have it on my mitre. No, if you're the Archbishop of Canterbury, <laughs> no. you don't have that written on your mitre, do you? It be, it's, it really, it depends on the, the line of work you're in.
1: But I think in any line of work, if you you can take your life too seriously, it's mm. that. It's the thing. It's only a game of cricket. It's only a radio show. So yeah. it, it's kind of a good philosophy. Well, for Well, you're expecting
2: though. to be quite terrible today. You're making your excuses. there. <laughs> well, out, I'm then. always quite
1: terrible. Let's face it. <laughs> no change there. Mm. So yes, so that that
2: was good. Did you any any talk of football in France while you were there? And mm. did you sense the World Cup was coming in
1: Paris? No, not really. Mm. Really? I, no, no, not really. It was a, it was quite uh, I did do I had about an hour to kill yesterday on the Champs-Élysées. Oh, did you really between having lunch You're have and a Turkish and... bath? Did you? No. <laughs> what are you going to? <laughs> well, we were just staying there. Okay. Yeah. And so we did a bit of people watching. We were just sitting on a bench and I played I played these games. Oh, very good. It's hmm. uh, the first one's called two. That's uh, too thin, too small, too fat, too old. Too young you know that one where you make instant <laughs> value based judgments. on
2: whose criteria yours Mine. yeah you make instant yours.
1: value it's honestly this is great Try and stay awake there. Look at that. Yeah. fantastic. I've never seen anything like that. I'll take well, the, next? Uh,
2: that was brilliant. Josh, a massive yawn, was it? <laughs> the, huge The yawn. biggest yawn
1: I've ever seen yeah. in my life. His what mouth an was encouraging a... sign mouth that was. was his was. his mouth was open for about
2: 10 minutes. <laughs>
1: that <was happening. clears throat> That's right, yeah, yeah. I thought was John was going to play that circus game with him, you know, he put the ball in, <laughs> yeah. and it comes out the other end. You it does. See, well, I'm tremendous. not sure about that. Well, I'm not sure about that. No. And, uh, you wouldn't so... get the instant reward you get when it's a clown's mouth, would you? you have to wait quite a while. Anyway, here's the rest of this story if you yeah. want to have another kit and uh, <laughs>
2: it's brilliant it's a morale booster isn't it it certainly is yeah. isn't it? keep broadcasting yes, I
1: will yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of instant snap judgments, just on your own value mm. then then we played that was quite good for a few minutes then we played rich or not so you have to judge yeah. whether the person's got money or not mm. and then the basic numbers rating system which is a bit crass really. do you then
2: go up to them and ask <laughs> you can go up to them say how much you're worth
1: <laughs> you can tell by the way people are dressed and the people
2: it's hard there as you got the shabby uh, we were saying shabby chic, we saw I a think. couple of people on the plane on the way up to Inverness mm. and um they were very very scruffily dressed but they were moneyed. That, our that assistant producer mm. is somebody who can carry that off oh yeah
1: that's true you know what
2: so. i mean yeah yeah he, he I, you know i <laughs> i look at him he looks he dresses like he could be going down the bins <laughs> yeah. but i can tell that that that's a that's a cultured look at least he's and, still awake yeah. like <laughs> the rest of the team <laughs> <laughs> just, producers just had about four black coffees yeah. he's just trying to keep his eyes open on, yeah, anyway. Anyway. Well, as long as, as, yeah. as basically everybody manages to stay awake next door. <laughs> I wonder if the oxygen masks have fallen out of the ceiling of the gallery next door. They'll be all right.
3: Listen to the Hawksby and Jacobs Show live every Monday to Friday afternoon from 1. Broadcasting across the UK on DAB Digital Radio. Online at talksport.com or via the TalkSport app.
2: It's Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. Freddie mm. Flintoff and Ricky Wilson have got together and come up with a... Uh, football song for mm. the World Cup and it's based on Boney M's Ra Ra Rasputine mm. as, uh, as we all remember it well um, but there are some others uh, out there at the moment there are a number of other World Cup songs Yeah, Eddie Jones has done the Australian one it's an old Tom Waits song yeah he would be wouldn't it yeah <laughs> yeah which yeah. one Which one would it be, you think? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it could be... The it, Scottish fans have Dine been drinking. At the diner. It might be called that <laughs> yeah, one. something like that. So well, let's ask, what do you fancy, producer, in, your, in the jukebox? What do you fancy? Morocco. Let's have a bit of that, shall we? This is uh, mm. Morocco. I think uh, they're, all, they're all a bit sort of euro uh, dancey, aren't they? Mm. But uh, this is a lot of different Moroccan artists who've come together to uh, support the team. So let's have a listen to it. Them yeah, there, yeah. there's some other stuff you'll like a little bit later on so, uh, some people are. might have thought it's Souks but I thought it was okay <laughs> oh blimey Thank that's you. very clever that oh, Frank Muir yeah. alive and well <laughs> there is um, I think, I mean, Should we give you one more Should we try yeah, and think go of go one go more yeah. yeah, shall we should have mm. a listen to uh, let's have a think can we hear Iceland is that possible do we have Iceland yeah let's have a little bit of Iceland then
0: yeah. yeah,
2: the that, that does work,
1: work. <laughs> Ooh, the that's ending. Yes, ending.
4: Mm.
2: Yeah, that's um, Magni featuring Rad Spitz. I, I didn't need to tell you that; yeah. Andy, you knew that for certain. Oh yeah, you? I love them. The Germans have, uh, have done one as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Benjamin Schultz. Um, it's a familiar tune, this. Andy. Oh, okay, so uh, let's have a listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Timo Werner,
5: unser Mann, Götze, Sammy, Julian, egal ob Draxler oder Brandt, die Gegner spielen wir an die Watt. Wir werden wieder Meister, der Pokalblatt hier, die Nummer eins sind wir,
2: wir werden wieder Meister. Machen Billy Joel sitting yeah. in his yeah. Himself, yeah. loft apartment in New York, when the old check well, comes, comes through the post, <laughs> <and> he opens it <laughs> out and thinks, What's that from? <laughs> Well, where did that money come
1: from? Do you think they get paid by a cheque now? It's probably just di- direct transfer? Yeah, transfers. okay. Well, I know, but
2: it's, it's not the impact, is it? Okay, he logged onto his account then. <laughs> logged onto his account. And, oh, I've got the password wrong. Let me try and log in again. He's quite an old man now. He's a silver surfer, isn't he? That's so true. he can't log in. And he says, I remember the old days of cheques. So I knew where I stood then. It's true. Very
1: strange bit of scheduling from ITV. Have you seen this? That, what is it? Um, immediately following the uh, great uh, England-Belgium game hmm. on uh, June the 28th, they're going to have Good Morning Britain uh, with Piers Morgan. It'll be a Good Evening Britain with Piers Morgan and Susanna Reid. But can you imagine if England have lost? I can't think of anybody worse to come up on the TV than Piers Morgan. <laughs> Talk about a lot of broken screens in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> so we've gone out the World Cup yeah. Yeah. after the draw with Tunisia. Yeah, and uh, and the loss to Belgium. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that
2: means England are technically out on goals. Um, yeah, and, uh, and then Piers in, comes up and yeah. then tries to Not cheer that us that you all want up. Not to see, really. That's, that's very true. Hawksby
3: and Jacobs Weekly from TalkSport.
2: You're the reason our kids are ugly,
5: little darling.
3: Welcome back to our number two of Yeehaw. Hawksby
6: and Jacobs with me, and it goes for Paul Hawksby. Uh, we've got lots coming up in the next couple of hours. Of course, Fridays wouldn't be Fridays without Clips of the Week, which is, if you don't mind me saying, in exactly the wrong place of a Friday. Because I get out the car ah. for the school pickup. This is just me, by the way. The majority of the country is probably in the car then. But for <laughs> me, personally, I'd much prefer if you did it at 3 o'clock. OK. If you could change that. Uh, Todd Macklin joins us as well. And we've got You're the Reason That Kid's Ugly, which I'll explain now. And we're also going to do Cricket v Snooker, which is five questions. Andy's written about cricket to me, and I've written five for Snooker to Andy. So we'll do that. bit of fun yeah. to kick off the 2 o'clock hour. Now... This is, You're the Reason I Kids are ugly, a real country and western song. I've got four other stupidly named country and western songs, country and western songs in front of me. You lot out there in radio land, as Rodney Marsh says, have written four <laughs> fake ones. <laughs> and I'm going to put the four real and four fake to Andy. They're in no particular order. He's got to work out which are real, which okay. are fake, and then we'll play the real ones. Okay. okay. So here we go. Some tension music, Billy. Is this a real song or has it been sent in by one of our listeners? If it has, I'll give you a little mention. Please bypass this heart.
1: Oh no, that's gotta be real.
6: You're saying that's real? Yeah.
1: Okay. Why do you think so? Why do you Well, because it's it's you know, it's just double play on words, isn't it? Heart bypass and a love situation. You're saying
6: that's a real tune? Yeah. Okay, song number two. Obviously we need an equal form force split here. Truck driver divorce. <laughs> These are typical, aren't they? Uh, truck driver divorce. I'm a truck driver yeah. divorce. No, I think that's a that's fake. You're going fake. Okay. Song yeah. number three. I married my horse last Wednesday.
1: <laughs> that's definitely not a real. Are you, song. are you sure? Yeah.
6: Okay. That's that's a fake. Fake. Okay. <laughs> song number four. Hope they'll
1: both be very happy. <laughs> yeah.
6: No, nah. no, I won't bother. Yeah. Slapping on my banjo. I'm slapping on my banjo. Okay, I'm going real. It's, when you I sing it, <laughs> it's so easily swayed. It's poor, if, you want, if you want, if you want, I married my horse last Wednesday. <laughs> no, you're going real. Okay, you yeah. got. You're doing well. You've got mm-hmm. two real, two fake so far. Okay. Uh, song number five. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Ooh, she thinks my
1: tractor's
6: sexy. I think that's, that could be
1: real. <laughs> well, it could be. Of course, it could be. Yeah. You're going real? You know, yeah. Yeah, okay. She thinks so? he's got a massive Ferguson. That's Hodden? actually. Hodden? That's,
6: a, that's a tractor joke <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's no other joke, is it? <laughs> well, it could be an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly what I assumed it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going, she thinks my tractor is sexy Is real. Song number six. I came in at two with a ten, and I woke up at ten with a two. Came in at two with a ten? And I woke up at ten with a two. So I'm assuming that this person... Oh, I
1: think that's real. That's basically somebody He's had a few drinks, he's met this woman, yes. and he thinks she's incredibly attractive. When he's woken up in the morning, she wasn't quite as attractive as he first thought.
6: Once the alcohol had worn off. <laughs> I'd imagine he's <laughs> the gist behind this particular song. I'm going, it's real. I came in at two with a ten, I woke up at ten with a two, you're saying it's real. Hmm. Okay, you've got one, two, three, you've got four real. So in theory you've got one left, but we can move stuff about. Okay. With two songs to go. Uh, how's your wife and my kids? <laughs> I right, see what, I do. I'll tell you the last yeah. two because you got to come up with one real, one fake. Okay. All right, hold on. One, two. Oh no, I've done something wrong. Hold on Uh One, two, three, four, <laughs> one two. Oh, you got to go two. You've got to go two fakes now. Okay. All right. Fake. Okay, you're fake for that one. <laughs> yeah. You can move stuff about, and the yeah. last one is you can't have your cake and Edith too. If you want to go real, we'll move another one. Or no, you can just, that, that's You're going be fake. Fake. Okay. Doesn't even mean
1: anything, there, does
6: it? Well, so I'm guessing it's like you're, you can't have your cake and eat it. Yeah, Unless and I you get you can't that. have your Kate and Edith. Oh, I see Kate. I thought I thought you, said you can't have your cake and Edith. No, you can't have it's your a strange k- combination. Kate. <laughs> the old cake and Edith combination. Whereas marrying a horse last <laughs> Wednesday's. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't question that one. Yeah. Uh, and okay. you can't. You can't have your. All right. Cake. Let's switch. Okay. Let's switch. Kate and Edith with
1: you're uh, going Marrying real? the Horse Kate and Edith real Marrying the Horse fake
6: oh no you've said Marrying the Horse was fake as well oh, alright we'll just stick to it then. ok stick fine All right, so you're going fake okay, ok here we go so the first one you said please bypass this heart you said that was real yep for a point we either hear the song mm. or we hear I think an a-, a farmyard animal noise something like that so you want to hear the song please bypass this heart please bypass
5: this heart <laughs>
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I loved that one. I've I think the next one was of mine. I think it was. <laughs> yeah, of one nil. Well done. Okay. Uh, song number two, Truck Driver Divorce. You said that was a fake song. Hmm. Let's find out. Well done. <laughs> no, no, it's real. Well done. So uh, No, no, it's false. Oh, was so it? So you got that oh, it's sent it's in by st- Robert Stephen Farmer. Okay. Bizarrely. Well, so two 0 to Jacob. Two nil. Uh Number three, I Married My Horse Last Wednesday. You said was fake. Yeah. You don't want to hear that, do you? I Married My Horse. You, that can't be a song, can can't it? Can't be. No. Can't be, can it? No, it's not. Oh, Simon's the name. Number, three, nil, three doing well. well. Obviously a big country western fan. <laughs> yes. Slapping on my banjo you said was real? <laughs> you wanna hear slapping on my slapping on my banjo yeah. to the sun goes let's find out. No. Oh no. That's... Sent in by angels that one well done, three, angels. one. Three one. Uh song number five, She Thinks My Tractor Sexy, you said was real. Yeah. You wanna hear a song, A Grown Man mm. singing the Lyrics, She, <laughs> she Thinks My Tractor Sexy? Yeah? yeah. Let's find out. She thinks my tractor's sexy, sexy. Yeah. It really turns yeah. it yeah. so I don't know if I'm happy. easily pleased, this woman <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy <laughs> to give you the point or happy the song exists 4-1 uh, It is 4-1 uh, Song number 6 I came in at 2 with a 10 and woke up at 10 with a 2
1: What did I say? You
6: said it was real <laughs> Bizarrely <laughs> okay. That can't exist, can it?
5: Last night I came in at 2 with
6: a two. It's sung quite it's often. A bit sexist, uh, that one, isn't I, it? Really, let's be honest. Well, hold on, the, the female could sing that as well. Works for both parties. Yes, yes. Uh, you got uh, <laughs> I love the way we're doing Countryman, <laughs> and we've got to be, got to be politically correct. <laughs> Eight-jar would come down on us like a 5-1. Uh, song number seven: How's Your Wife and My Kids? Yeah. You said it was fake. Oh, we, well, sorry, what's the score going into that? Yours, 5-1-up. One? One 5-1-up, yeah, okay. <laughs> what's the score? Like, that's important. <laughs> well, it is to me. I need to win. <laughs> yeah. How's your wife and my kids? You said it was a fake song. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Jordan sent that one in. 6-1. You can't lose, which is yeah. good. Uh, you can't have your cake and Edith too. I mean, no one's going to make that song up, no, are they? That's it. ridiculous. Yeah. There you were making eyes at Edith While you were making time with Kate You can't have your cake. And Edith do. Well, that's quite witty, though, isn't it? There. I just uh, can't get out of my head. She thinks my track is sexy. I've heard that so many times, that story <laughs> It's brilliant, isn't it? Well done, there. 6 2. 6, six two. Well done. Yeah, I well done. That, that was today's. Uh, okay. You're the reason I could well, We could,
1: We could make it an aggregate competition. Okay. And uh, see how you go on the cricket
6: terminology competition. Right, okay. Okay, can uh, you... Hold on, have you got any music around yours?
1: <laughs> yeah.
6: Have you got any cricket music, appropriate? Uh, you just cook it at cricket That'd at once. That would be perfect, off. wouldn't it?
1: We must have some left over from the Jack's old reports.
6: <laughs> or, or from five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, On a marvellous day here,
1: lords, when I'm asking Andy Goldstein these questions. Okay, can you describe to me in cricket what oh God. is a third man? What or who is a third man? I have no idea. Okay. It's a fielding position. It's a man that stands on the boundary to the right, behind the, the batsman, to his right-hand side. What's a boundary?
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you describe, I mean, that's nil-one. Can you describe DRS? What is DRS? It's, uh, it's, it's, it took over from the max, didn't it?
1: <laughs>
6: it's it, the digital it, review system. system. I was, uh, was going to say that. Were you? That's, that's that. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did I know that. I did okay. know that. One-one. Okay. One-all. One Okay, what is the Barmy Army? Oh, that's the band that travel with England. That's pretty good. I'll give you that.
1: That's 2-1 to you. What about, uh, can you tell me what or is, not what or is, what is
6: the Gabba? <laughs> I'm going to tell you it is Yeah. The Gabba. The Gabba. Oh, gabber, my God, I know. That's a cricket ground.
1: Well, well, done. yeah. <laughs>
6: the crowd pleasantly surprised Good there. Good
1: shot,
6: sir. 3-1. I've been surprised myself. <laughs> it. Really? Yeah, I've only known these because we did it with Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> okay, and finally, can you describe to me what is a Super Sopper? Is it a song by Oasis? <laughs> a Super Sopper um um a shot. No, a super sopper is a is a sort of that doesn't exist. You've made
1: that up. <laughs> no, it's a thing for when the pitch is very when the ground is waterlogged. They bring
6: on this thing. Oh, okay. Sops up the water, soaps up or soaks up the water. Oh, is it a super soaker or sopper? <laughs> a sopper. <laughs> it's called the super sopper. <laughs> okay, all right. So what was the score? The three two. Three two. All right. Well, I've got A clear got... win for you there. I've got snooker questions for you, Bill. Have you got snooker sound effects by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> You got something from The Crucible in the 80s. <laughs> there, somebody there are,
1: somebody uh, coughing. Uh, John, would you come in and just cough in the background?
6: <laughs> yeah. I open up a packet of crisps. People, honestly, at The Crucible, they do suffer, don't they? There's, There's lots of coughing. Bronco problem. problems. Yeah. They're, look, they're, they're playing problems. about with uh, sound effects there. Have you got something, Bill? What have you got? Okay. Go on, push your button. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's why Talksport is where we are on the map. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, slightly more difficult questions hmm. for you, but uh, number one, explain a push shot. A push what shot? What denotes you know, a push shot? That's when uh, the inadvertently the bloke with the Q. No! The... <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Stuff. Works, it could be a woman. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> politically correct. HR. HR. <laughs> accidentally
6: so i just want to play and he's doing the motion of playing a shot in front of me accidentally sort of pushes the ball there's that there is yeah. a, a common phrase which explains exactly what it is okay what is it it's when the cue the cue ball and the tip are all in contact at the same time oh right would okay. you've said that no i got that okay, wrong so it's nil one nil okay. one yeah uh, at the start of a frame of snooker yes how many balls are on the table that's a very good question uh
1: Four, five, <laughs> six, seven,
6: I don't know. Fifteen. <laughs> no, that's how many reds there are. Oh, right, okay. Do you want another guess? No, it's fine. Twenty-two. Twenty-two, 22 yeah. That's Everyone right. forgets the white, they always say 21. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, how I many... <laughs> I have others. I the reds. <laughs> yeah. How many misses yeah. are a ball on are you allowed until you lose the frame? Oh, that's if you're snookered and the ball just... You're... Well, no, that's if you're not snookered. Oh,
1: just as you, you just missed the thing.
6: Yeah, you just missed the ball. And the referee will go, found, four and a miss. Found, four and a miss. How many of those are you allowed until the referee says you've lost the frame? Four? It's three. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, is all uh, and I've only only written... Four, okay, there's a fifth one I'll just I make up. I told you up. I know a lot about snooker. <laughs> a blue ball is potted during the frame when there's yeah. reds on the table. Hmm. Uh, no other spots are available, including the blue spot. -hmm. Where does the blue go? In the referee's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) It's the right answer. (laughs) No idea. Where does it It go? It goes as close to the blue spot as possible in line with the balked line.
1: Oh, okay. And
6: last question Um, How many feet must remain in contact with the floor when you're playing? Oh, one. It is one, which is how many points? (laughs) <laughs> Marvellous.
3: Hawksby and Jacobs Weekly from Talk Sport.
1: It is six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And John. Uh, don't know if you saw, but Tyson Fury bought Nando's for 50 people. At least we hope it was for 50 and not just for him. He'll never get that weight <laughs> off otherwise. <laughs> really? When did he? What, was he yeah. in the
2: Nando's and said, this one's on me, folks? Yeah. Everybody was in there.
1: Uh, I couldn't quite work that out. I, he just said... But Did he, he take 50, 50 people 52 there? delighted diners. One of them, uh, Twitter user Umar, wrote yesterday, just woke up and the first thing that hit me was that Tyson Fury bought me Nando's yesterday. So he must have gone in and said, I'm going to pay for everybody. Everybody's in
2: there at the moment. He's a big
1: hearted lad. That's, think, when that's, you, great.
2: that's when you order the platter then, isn't it? You, you go for it. You have a platter <laughs> <laughs> each. Yeah, it's true. And then take it home for later. <laughs> yeah. Nice idea. Uh, he's been in the news today, Tyson. A couple of things he said. One mm. was, uh, I said to Eddie Hearn, I would fight Anthony Joshua in my comeback fight. Mm. Yeah, that, a that was never going to happen B that wouldn't have been a great idea you might as, think he can beat him but not when he hasn't fought for about two and the half years.
1: Lifted, you know. So. yeah it's very <laughs> so it's, we
2: know it's a bit of sport but then mm. uh, he has likened himself Tyson with the fight this weekend mm. uh, he likened himself to a goldfish being released from a tank into a river Oh. Now, if the kids are listening, they suggest you don't do that. No, So that's not great advice there from the uh, world heavyweight champion. Uh, because ornamental fish, your koi carp, your goldfish. And yeah. Nigel, by the way, I'll tell you this, quite possibly, if he's listening to this, on Sunday. He's got no chance of they, listening to this. They, carry, they, you know, they, they can destroy the ecosystem. They carry parasites and disease. So, Tyson, if you're actually planning to release a goldfish from the tank into the river, think again, mate. Okay. I think again. Yeah, so good, there we are. It's a little good bit of,
1: little bit of. Can you clip that and play? give it to Nigel? They can play that they out can play, on this is
2: This is straight fishing news <laughs> I'm bringing like you from the of world of sport. fishing news.
1: Yeah. I've got breaking news Have from you? the NS Sherlock Institute. Oh, right. Okay. One of my favourite institutes, the yeah. NS Sherlock. So they, they bring you this one. The longer the England team stays in the World Cup, the better it will be for the economy. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> so if they go out, people don't keep going to the pubs. Basically, that's it. There is it? one pub. It's, uh, it's in today's
2: papers. Oh, I love that pub. They have really gone for it, haven't mm. they? It? It's up in Jarrow, isn't it, in the northeast? The Robin. It's the Robin pub, and uh, they've they've basically got flags all over the pub. Uh, mainly England flags, but flags of the world on the 31 roof. other
1: nations on yeah. the roof, and, but fair play to them for that. And they've got, of course, the full England flags on the front of the pub. Yeah. But
2: almost certainly, someone's going to pop their head round the door one day and say, "You're showing the game later on." (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) It's definitely going to happen,
1: isn't it? And uh, what a beautifully, uh, well, what a massive waste of ink from the beautifully and appropriately named Dave Jeffcock. I don't know if you saw this in in the uh, Sun today. He said, people are criticising Germany football boss Joachim Löw for dropping Manchester City star Leroy Sane for the World Cup. But it takes guts to drop one of your best players. It's just a pity that England manager Gareth Southgate hasn't done the same with Raheem Sterling. What's the logic in that? That's ridiculous. That's rubbish. Oh, God, Dave. Now, um, over from cheer- yesterday... You'll be the first one cheering if he scores in the World Cup. Let's see if we can get the listeners going on this. We start with sad news,
2: which I'd not realised until I read his obit yesterday. Uh, Glenn Edwards, uh, the actor who f- for many years... Played Barman, Dave. Yeah, Dave, in the Winchester Club mm. in Minder. Sadly passed away aged 87. And he was a, a good jobbing actor. Yeah. But Minder was one, a real kind of role that put him on the map. And I was reading yesterday in, in the obituary... Uh, it says this in the Telegraph: Finally finding enduring success with Minder after a long career as a jobbing actor, Edwards made the most of his late fame, and for a fee would attend a wedding or barbecue and serve behind the bar. <laughs> That's <laughs> so good. Imagine that if you had a little party, yeah, and then you walk into the do and you think, oh, "I'll go and get myself a drink," and there's Dave. You've got to have a VAT then, haven't you? That's a
1: good idea, actually. Yeah. For other actors. uh, Yeah, Yeah. I
2: mean, sadly, Dave's no longer available. No, no, obviously. But, yeah, well, I'm just what I was thinking. I wonder if Mm. you've been to something, or maybe you've, you've hired out an actor in a similar vein, where they think, yeah, nothing wrong with milking it. When you've had a good role. Maybe you turn and, up at
1: A and E and Charlie from casualties working in triage. That'll
2: that be good, yeah. I can stitch it up for you. <laughs> to, to be honest, Charlie I think he's medically trained. I reckon he he's will he's been in casualty yeah. long
1: enough now. I would say that to my wife because she watches so many medical. He virtu- programs. he's virtually a doctor. Yeah. She could, I said to her, if any, you could probably perform an operation, I reckon. Yeah, I wouldn't put that to the test. <laughs> wouldn't put that to the... But the thing is, as she's
2: a hairdresser, while she was doing that, yeah. while she was removing your appendix, <laughs> she she'd be saying, going away this year, <laughs> yeah. she'd be doing all the banter, wouldn't you? Do you want anything on it? But Like a bit of gauze, ideally. <laughs> that would be nice. Stop the bleeding. Fair enough. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we're interested now. have you ever mm. been in that situation where a star's kind of slightly milked something they've done Famously, and you've gone along to an event, and there they were being their character. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Hair Flick turns out now and again for anything. <coughs> I bet they of you, yeah. You know, yeah. good moaning, that bloke. He'd be good on the door, <laughs> wouldn't he? He would. Any of the... Uh, yeah hello hello mob mm. well, still with your us, of course. and
1: so well, yeah. with the actors of
2: course so yeah if you any any or any other suggestions that someone that could do what uh, the fine actor Glenn Edwards did there, which is kind of milk the character and do other events get a few extra few quid out of it let's know. even suggestion
1: if, if, if you were catching a bus in the nineties and the late reg varney was driving was it.
2: It. <laughs> that's true yeah it needn't be uh, sitcoms, but it can be yeah. i suppose yeah. that's right yeah so talksport.com forward slash h and j text to eight ten eighty nine or tweets to T S H and J this afternoon with your suggestions or, or your stories indeed of people who, who did what he did.
1: Do you have anything else? Oh, sorry, I thought we switched off slightly. You've sorry, got you've I got thought... your
2: beard comb out. You're
1: Getting right stuck <laughs> yeah, into that, weren't you? i was quite you? pleased with my work? work. i was quite pleased with my work so far. I was, didn't think I'd have to do any, any Oh, any... you've kind
2: of what you're resting on your laurels, are you? I am Anywhere resting. in oh, that's a great <laughs> Justin Langer We're going to talk about later on. Yeah, and um, this this is a this is a great line. Um, Phil Tufnell was reliving Justin when he played for Middlesex. Mm. And there was one particular day, uh, some uh, county championship game, and Justin, a fierce competitor, uh, now the Aussie coach, of course. Um, And uh, the the opposition were like 400 for one. And they all came in for tea. And very few of the Middlesex boys were that fussed. I'd say it was Hampshire, Mm. were 400 for one. But Justin Langer, uh, a proud competitor, was... So he said, basically all all cats t- and all the middlesex boys want, want to get to the old eclairs and, the, yeah, and yeah. the and the cream slice, so they're just about to tuck in to their tea Justin Langer do- comes in, pushes them all out of the way, gets hold of the tray, throws it at the wall, Wow, and then says the line to paraphrase Alan Hansen." nobody won anything with chocolate eclairs
1: <laughs>
2: nobody ever won anything with chocolate eclairs
1: no well, he's probably got a point really yeah
2: well, I, I, I don't know well, Moose won a job with chocolate eclairs <laughs> he basically did he won. He compiled a career out of chocolate eclairs isn't he really yes. so Justin Lair we take we take you to task on that but anyway he says he's going to keep sledging because mm. he sledges his old mum when they play golf yeah. but not like David Warner does he doesn't believe in, and well, he played of course in the mental disintegration side so if you ever mm. see Justin Langer and his old mum coming off the golf course, and she's in tears. <laughs> you know what's happened? That's not He's good. gone old school. He's gone Steve War on her.
1: <laughs> and uh, uh, bloke on the Chelsea website reacting to the news that Amazon have. have uh... Sort of taking one of the packages they have the yeah. Premier League he said <clears throat> D- do you order the game on CD and then they deliver it three days later
2: well you can have you can <laughs> you can even have
1: it then or you know
2: well I think I was going to
3: say if you've paid Prime but you would have paid Prime because you're watching the game aren't yeah, you yeah. subscribe to the Hawksby and Jacobs weekly podcast today and get all the highlights of the week delivered direct to you every Thursday
1: I've, uh, I've got some more uh, Mattress-based players um, rather than Irving Mattress. I've have you really? The former Arsenal player, hero of the 1970s. Alan
2: Slumberland. Very much oh, so.
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> See if I can finish those off. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure the listeners will come up with some.
2: Devan Lovren says James Richards. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Duvet Ginola says Rob Marsden. Sure about that. Uh, Matre- Matrice Evra. I'm not sure <laughs> how it works. Uh, Brad. Uh, Andrea Pillow um, <laughs> That's says good, uh, yeah. Warren. Yeah. Uh, Zinedine Devan, says <laughs> Carl the Baggies fan. Uh, not a mattress. Well, what have you sent it in then? But I like the former Dundee United, Aberdeen and Celtic player. Pillow flood. That's good. Um, surely the ex-City striker Duvet Rosler has to be included, says Jeremy. Yes, I think he does.
1: I think Bob uh, on, Bob our hot off the press. Quilton Fortune. <laughs>
2: Quilton, not bad. Lota Mattress mat, mat, uh, up the hat, says uh, Philip. Does Sam Mattress face work? No, it doesn't, Jordan <laughs> Darby. Branislav Divanovic. that's very oh, that's good. That's very good. Tim Dreams, Jim, yeah, it yeah, works. It's quite good. That's yeah. good. Ledley King size. That's good. Any too. more I'll let you know, says John. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Dreams Mertens. Ron Springett. <laughs>
6: yeah.
2: Topper Harris.
6: Well
1: done.
2: That'll do. <laughs> very Thank good. you, Scott. I think we've exhausted yeah, those. Good work, everybody. All good. In a matter of seconds. Mm, um, excellent work there. Now, uh, actually, Bob and I was in a, earlier on. You did a bit of a Henry Cooper, uh, apparently, Andy. Oh, you, yeah. yeah. You were you were talking about <laughs> when you were talking about the the markup in the rag trade. Oh, yeah. You did sling in a bit of an odd phrase. <laughs>
1: did I? What did I say? Uh,
2: you said um, <laughs> the cost of the garment is the cost of the garment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were trying to argue with a customer. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir, but uh, that is the markup I work to. Anyway, let's bring you the clips of the I month. I think it will last as long as Henry Cooper. It probably won't. Right. Yeah, clips of the month for May. We'll uh, add TSH and J. We'll put all the uh, runners and riders uh, up there as well. And you can do a bit of a Twitter vote on these, and we'll bring
1: you the winner just before four o'clock. It's mm. probably the easiest way to do it. So, Andy,
2: yeah. why don't you kick us off with the okay,
1: first of the clips yeah. of the month? We yeah. start with Drive, who do get some exotic callers. Mm. Uh, Barry is a Barcelona fan in Kettering. Barry, how are you doing?
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.
2: Doing, you're on
6: TalkSport.
0: <laughs> Hi. Hi,
2: Adrian. Yeah, great to talk to you. A big Barcelona fan, obviously. <laughs> Home and away. do realise, Baz, that they've got a team in Kettering. Go and support your local team, <laughs> mate. So. Glory hunting.
4: Uh, give us the
1: next one as well, then. Here's a nominee for caller of the month to Jim White.
4: Much time wasting.
1: whether you're playing at the top of the league or the bottom of the league. Everybody does it. It's a waste of time. There we are.
2: Time-wasting is indeed a waste of time. Thank <laughs> really you very much good, yeah. for that caller. Now, uh, Neil Warnock mm. was on uh, with uh, Alan Brazil recently on Breakfast, and it was the first time he'd done the show. That's right. Since yeah. that uh, brilliant uh, promotion run, of what course, a, a with Cardiff. Yeah. And I really wanted to listen to it. I wanted all the inside mm. stories on what he'd done with Cardiff, chapter and verse on how he turned it round oh, and no. got them promoted to the Premier League. Mm. So I'd, uh, maybe, look, let's just, let's just check in on it mm. now. I've got about five or six pairs of ducks on the pond. All the roadies are out. I've got a woodpecker just in front of me. On what the one? What,
1: what type? Green? Or no, no, no. Not lesser
2: green. spotted
6: or greater? Greater, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure they got round to Cardiff. So we'll, we'll pop back a little
1: bit later on yeah. to get the Cardiff stuff. But in the yeah.
6: meantime...
5: But anyway, John
1: Harson's back now, oh. talking about his beloved Swansea and getting very PC.
5: Well, a team is relegated.
1: It affects <laughs> the whole academy. It affects the kit lady... The tea man
2: Why not, why not, as Alan would say. Why can't we have a kit lady and a T-Man? I'd say so, yeah. She'd see some sights, the kit lady, wouldn't she? In the dressing room. She'd have to be fairly broad-minded. That's true. So, uh, actually, let's pop back to uh, Big Al and Neil Warnock, see if they've got
1: round to uh, Cardiff yet. We had a of pair of buzzards uh, were hovering uh, all day yesterday because it was a real warm day and they were just on the... On the, the thermals up there. And, yeah, the flight. And the old, the old jackdaws and crows don't like it. They're like, you know, they, they panic <laughs> they when they see They dive at them. them, don't they? Oh, they panic when they see them.
2: Yeah, I'm, not, I'm sure they will get yeah. round to they the got
1: to cut that out of their game, that diving. Yeah, a pair of buzzards. <laughs> <laughs> not a phrase you hear every day from yeah. Alan, really, is it? <laughs> now, for a little competition, listen to this clip and tell us which team Nigel Pearson supports. West Bromwich Albion, Dawson with a header, I oh.
4: discovered it, yes! oh my goodness me! West Bromwich Albion have scored! Can you believe it? Chris Brunt is celebrating, cars
3: is celebrating! 91 and a half minutes on the clock, and West Bromwich Albion have scored!
2: <laughs> is it A? Wolverhampton <laughs> Wanderers? Yeah. Uh, yeah um this is uh, Alan Brazil isn't it with a big hello to all of our listeners in Lagos so 25 to 7
1: yesterday former Chelsea midfielder Celestine Babayoro B- baba what uh, baba Yako, baba ya baba what <laughs> Baba Euro? So that some form of <laughs> currency? The
2: baba, the baba Euro's down, Henk. I see four points. <laughs> so bananas up 15. Yeah. Great news. And I'd uh, like to, before we go, let's yeah. just uh, head back one last time, uh, Alan and Neil. I'm sure, Surely, yeah. surely by now, they've got round to that Cardiff oh, I chat.
6: I am so.
2: And we've got a badger. We've got a badger in the garden, now, so I've got to... A- Keep an eye on him.
6: Well, what my mate used to do, Alan, he used to have a light that come on all time, you know, caught, caught the
2: sensor. Yeah. And he put the nuts down, and it, outside his house, we used to go and, and crawl down on the floor. You could, and the badgers would come. Oh, yeah, they do. Maybe we'll never know. <laughs> no, he's like, never know. He's like Colonel Sanders. he doesn't <laughs> want us to know, does he? <laughs> How he did it.
3: Hawksby and Jacobs Weekly from Talk Sport.
2: Uh, we're going to speak to Ricky Wilson and Freddie Flintoff later on. They've, uh, they've done a cover version mm. of. Uh, uh, we were talking about the song yesterday, weren't we? Rasputin by Boney M. And they yeah. made it a football song. <laughs> so we'll hear that later. But mm. before that, we're going to hear some of the songs from around the world. We thought we'd bring you those this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is I mean, sort of the old dears, the old grannies uh, in the in the traditional dress who are in Eurovision. Did you see pictures of them? No. They've brought out a, uh, a World Cup song. Are they called the old grannies? Well, I, 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 but that's the literal <laughs> translation. So I'll tell you, we'll, we'll, be, uh, yeah. we'll be back shortly. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy a little bit of the old dears. From Eurovision and their World Cup song. Hello, I'm Jamie East
3: Hawksby and Jacobs Weekly from Talk Sport.
2: Now, the amount of uh, coverage that uh, the bust of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo at Madeira Airport got uh, last year has inspired Eddie Frankel, uh, a uh, art critic there from Time Out, to produce a magazine uh, called Oof, a kind of Football art crossover, and Eddie joins us now. Good to see you.
5: Yeah, nice, nice, thanks to have him, for having me here. It you was, mean, it was <laughs> literally one of those things. <laughs> it's nice to have <laughs> me here. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it is for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good <laughs> yeah. work. It's,
2: it's a bit wh- cold in here, and you're yeah. wearing shorts. It's true, so I've got to show these legs off. Hy- yeah. Hypothermia has uh, settled in. <laughs> <laughs> we should turn you, it's a bit too cold actually. Yeah. Um, but no, that was effectively it, Eddie, wasn't it? You thought, well, look, I've not heard a, a sign of sculpture get talked about quite so much, so maybe there is this interest here.
5: Yeah, you know, so that was part of the inspiration, but really the inspiration is that uh, I'm an art critic. I'm Time Out's art critic Mm. and visual art editor. So I spend my life around art. But I'm also obsessed with football, and it feels like the two are very separate. And then when something like that Ronaldo sculpture by Emmanuel Santos comes around, you've got everyone talking about it, every newspaper, everybody online. Is, it gets more headlines than any work of art has had in decades. Mm. And, but it's got all the wrong reasons. It's yeah. because it's a terrible sculpture, mm. according to most people. And so that combined with my love of football, my love of art, I suddenly started realizing that, all around me were these artists and gallerists and curators who were just as obsessed with the game as I am and I realised there was a hunger for it. Uh and that's that was sort of the sort of the seed that has turned into Oof, this idea that art can tell you something about football and football can tell you something about art. Mm. And there are really interesting artists doing it and really interesting footballers who, who are interested in in art as well. I think it sort of goes in lots of different directions and I hope that the result is this magazine that appeals to both football fans and art fans. It's mm. very
1: interesting because two years ago, we were doing working on the Euros. In, we were in Bordeaux and we went to an exhibition. Do you remember that exhibition? Yeah, it was great. It was, great. It was a, an art exhibition about football. And some of the exhibits were really fascinating and very different mm. and it was, you know, it sort of opened your eyes to, to the connection between the two things.
5: Yeah, well what what I think actually happens with artists who use football, so in general, I'm not particularly interested in art that just sort of depicts football really plainly. So like mm. Lowry's paintings of football aren't mm. very interesting to me because it's very straight ahead it just says here's a game here's some people going to it what's way more interesting to me is the way that say contemporary artists or modern artists have taken the game and used it as a symbol for other things in society so we all sort of enjoy football for very simple reasons we like going to the game we like enjoying it like seeing a goal scored like being part of the community artists sort of rip that apart and let you see into the sort of underbelly of what's happening with it. So if that's poverty, if that's sexism, if it's something to do with gender, if it's war, if it's communities fighting, whatever it is, it all happens in football and artists... Just use football as a way to pull that all apart.
2: Now, you are got two editions in. I've got Andy's got mm. the second I've got the first. So, did you have, as soon as you knew you were going to do this, you thought, yeah, that's the bunch of features I definitely want to do. Did you have stuff in mind that you always wanted to do this and kind of this Yeah. Really
5: took you over the edge? Yeah, also one of the inspirations... Uh, so, it was seeing great contemporary artists using football that really got me going with the idea. And one of the main artists was Eddie Peake, who's now on the cover of Issue 2, and he did this naked five-a-side performance it sounds ridiculous because it sort of is <laughs> but it sort of talks about the mm. sort of balletic qualities of football the grace of it and also like the masculinity uh of football which is something that so everybody's in the buff are they playing mm. playing 5 or yeah, side yeah except for for socks and boots. You want to oh, try okay. that on
1: Friday night you're
5: okay. <laughs> well, you will game. Well,
2: with that thing of being in the wall, I mean,
1: that's you're going to just sort of stand there like that anyway, aren't you, even if you're in the buff or not? <laughs> but it's interesting. You've got a, an article about uh, this, this artist, uh, Russian artist, Alexandra Danika, I think his name is. Yeah. And finally, I've just discovered this morning that you, there are two pictures in this gallery. We're going to Moscow next week mm-hmm. in this gallery that are that sort of symbolise how important goalkeeping was to to the whole of Russian society. And the, and there is this famous painting, which we're going to go and see, The Goalkeeper. So is it by coincidence, of course, it always happens. You've never heard of a bloke, and then you, so you read it about it, come and then at once. Uh, it comes along yeah. like that. But
5: that's, so that's it. So we have even got a feature on him too. He's really interesting because he was sort of the ultimate Soviet artist. Uh, and the painting that we've written about there, which is just called Football, has these uh, topless men playing football, and it's sort of this physical ideal of what an athlete should be in the Soviet era. It meant that people in the 20s and 30s could look at that painting and go right, that's what we have to aspire to in this communist era. We have to be strong, we have to be powerful, we have to be these sort of ubermensches. And it's amazing that that's what art gives you with football, sort of these ways of ripping apart society. Um, you, you've, you've dug into the archives, though.
2: You've got an art history section. I never knew about this. In 1953, uh, uh, Gerald Keynes, a young student at the Southern College of Art, heard about a nationwide competition launched by the FA, called upon artists to submit works to an exhibition called Football and the Fine Arts.
5: Yeah. And so, what, who knew? If you, to so the National Football Museum up in Manchester, which also stocks oof, uh, they have a lot of their work actually comes from that exhibition because so many well-known artists painted for it. And that Gerald Kane's painting is sort of is a really another good example of what's great about art appearing in football. Sorry, football appearing in art, yeah. which is that it's uh, he doesn't actually depict the field. He depicts people walking up. To the to Fratton Park, and yeah, they which look, doesn't actually look any
2: different than no, <laughs> so yeah. you
5: can picture it, and really. they look solemn and sullen, and so it's not really about football; it's about the group activity of going to a match, and it's about the poverty at the time, about paying your taxes, about post-war Britain. It's you know, it says a lot more than just football.
2: Mm. No, that's great. I mean, it's, if you if you've been to Fratton, Andy, there's sort of alleyways that run along mm. the side it as you get into the ground. That's a brilliant picture. That's
5: really mm, good. It's really nice. Yeah. So, um, so you're two in, mm. and uh, and. So where can people find it then? Uh, so you can get it on oofmagazine.com. Mm-hmm. That's O-O-F-magazine.com. Uh, and it's also in places like Tate Modern, Tate Britain. It's in lots of mag shops, in mag culture, art words. Uh, and it's also the National Football Museum, Tate Liverpool as well. So it's currently mainly in sort of hip mag shops and okay. uh, museums. And and
2: sort of photography as well. You're embracing that. There's some really good sort of interesting photography stuff in here as well. Isn't yeah,
5: it? it depends on what it is. So one of the features in the magazine you're holding, the first issue, is mm. about a, a Polish artist who grew up as a football hooligan with KS Krakowia. And his work deals with his incredibly violent past. So it's all these images of him fighting the police as a teenager. It's pretty impressive. Mm. And we've also got an exhibition opening on uh, June 20th at Jay Hammond Projects. And that's an exhibition of football, of British football art. Um, and it's mainly about violence and racism and community in the face of, uh, by, and using football.
2: And a fantastic little feature as well, some, uh, mm. some little uh, representations of football kits by a guy called Leo Fitzmaurice. Um, yeah, they're made out of cigarette packets. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> they all look, like, basically look like um, uh, Lee Gearn shirts. They all look like French football shirts <laughs> from, the, from the 90s. Uh, they've got that look and yeah, they're, they're excellent so look uh, we wish you well really with it. It is, thank you it very much a really nice idea so it's called OOF you can pick it up uh, OOF of course it's six pounds and yes cracking thanks very much thanks for coming that's uh, uh, Eddie Frankel there
3: listen to the Hawksby and Jacob show live every Monday to Friday afternoon from 1 broadcasting across the UK on DAB digital radio online at talksport.com or via the Talksport app a couple more World Cup songs from around the world mm. later on
2: uh, Freddie Flintoff and Ricky Wilson uh, they've uh, they've reworked Rasputin uh, Ra Ra Rasputin mm. I believe it's called because uh, it, it rhymed with Queen I've um, oh, got some more art
1: news for you there have you got blimey it's got, get, get I got know, it. a string called Town this. <laughs> what art news have you got <laughs> From the Royal Academy Summer Exhibition. Oh, yeah. Is, that, uh, so is it sporting? Well, no, but it's got a connection to you. Harry Hill has had two paintings accepted for the Royal Academy Summer oh, Exhibition. That's fantastic. I think he's been in there before. Has he? I think he's been in there I before. certainly went to an exhibition of his in uh, Edinburgh, which was great art exhibition. Right, OK. You? Shall we return to the football now? You can, yeah. Um <laughs> at, well, it's kits, basically. Well, it's my two favourite things, really, art and football. And
2: we're going to see all the kits uh, at this forthcoming World Cup, and uh, we have a complete list of them in front of us. And to guide us through and give us his thoughts, the man that wrote the book, uh, he came and popped into the studio and saw us uh, recently. And uh, it's uh, John Devlin's International Football Kits, the new book, the True Colours series. Good afternoon, John.
4: Good afternoon. How are you doing? Yeah, hey, good. good thank
2: you. Uh, it's quite noticeable that, I mean, obviously, because they're not adorned with advertising, there's not much you can do with international kits. I mean, most of them have kind of
4: kept pretty true to their traditions, haven't they? They have. I think there's there's certain rules there as well and um, FIFA are very very hot on what you can and can't do with a football shirt so there's always restrictions in place um, but it's, it's when designers can push those boundaries just enough to make something of real interest but remain true to the country's sort of spirit and culture.
2: Somebody who's kind of uh, uh, tweaked the kit is Iceland. Iceland's kit uh, is predominantly white as you'd expect with a sort of blue and red detail on the collar but the sleeves have got something going on, a sort of marbling effects
1: oh yeah very nice
4: yeah it's weird with Iceland because they've really kind of like they're punching way above their weight in terms of kits and have done for a few years now thanks to uh, Araya who produced the shirts Mm. [3] Um, yeah this lovely kind of red and white pixelated effect on the sleeves [3] on both home and away really impressive yeah
1: it was good to see the uh, the new Brazil shirt have got back to a little bit more traditional, especially the one for the last World Cup. The neckline was really this very, has got quite horrible. a quirky
2: neckline, but not quite as quirky as as the one yes. before. Not,
1: not not like that sort of scoop neck thing that Moose wore and showed his cleavage. I
2: mean that is pretty straightforward, isn't it? There it is. It's the it's the badge. It's the tick, uh, and it's just yellow and green. No messing about.
4: That's it. And apparently, with the home shirt, they've gone back to the 1970 shirt and tried to match the colours exactly because the blues and yellows have varied over the years, as you've probably mm, seen. Yeah. And um, they've tried to be as historically kind of true to that kit as possible, which is it, it, great. It really, again, you're, there's nothing more iconic than a, a Brazil shirt. It's fantastic.
1: Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, England have gone very traditional. Peru have gone back to the broader, the broader s- sash. Yeah. It, it's good to see, really, because you you kind of want that, don't you? I,
4: I do. Yeah, there's some really good touches there. I mean, and uh, Switzerland's ones that's caught my eye. The Swiss shirt, with all due respect, is not one that often gets people excited. But this year, um, Puma have got like a topographic um, contour map of the, of the of the of the Swiss kind of landscape as a shadow print on the shirt and it works so well you you get your basic colour but then adding that little element gives it some real meaning and something for, for supporters to really have. so <laughs> i don't know people are saying it's like a people are wearing it as a fashion statement rather than a true support of the of the country but it's um it's a, it's a yeah bold striking design and Nike have done this says they've, they've kind of like either with the home or away, they've kind of pushed all the, you know, made a real effort with one of them and given it some flair. But it's interesting um, why it has captured the imagination so much. The
2: kit that has barely changed, I mean, this this looks like they could have pulled this out of a uh, out of a box from uh, 1992 Euros. It's Denmark. I mean, Denmark's mm. kit is still Hummel. It's still got those sort of chevrons on the, it's still got that look of the shirt from the
4: 90s, isn't it? There's something, it's there's something special about a Denmark Hummel shirt. And obviously they had a, a, a dalliance with Adidas for a few years. And this is the first, I think, the first major tournament Hummel has kitted them out for, for some years now. Really? And it's, it's, yeah, it's a good, solid design. And I, I love Hummel. I love seeing that I think the chevrons are so dynamic mm. and brings a real touch of, touch of flair to the shirt. But it's a, it's a good, solid design. But Hummel, no, I think they, they, they have just the right kind of like the way they execute the designs is so good. Uh, I think I that's what strikes me. The Uruguay shirt is a
2: very... It's a Puma shirt. You've seen this, yeah. so it's the You know, it's the kind oh, of... Yeah. A, oh, it's the sky nice. blue with yeah. the dark blue. But it's, it's got a big sun in the middle. But that is a very striking kit, isn't it? Uruguay, it's a,
4: it's a great example, actually, of how... A manufacturer take the culture of the country and and change it make it fresh but still keep true to it and that's obviously the, the less pattern from the um the uruguay flag mm. but this particular interpretation of it is based on a a, a specific monument in the country so it's it's the same but different, which is quite a nice way, kind of how a football shirts should be. It's the same but different, if that made sense.
2: Uh, Columbia gone a bit mm. retro. I mean, it's it, again, it's it's an Adidas shirt. It's uh, and it's obviously bright yellow, as you'd expect, but they've done some interesting stuff. But it does look a bit a bit nineties again.
4: Yeah, again, it's, it's it was really funny until Nike pulled out the uh, the Nigeria Trump card. Adidas were creating some of the most exciting shirts, and most of them, not all, but most of them, are taking direct inspiration from previous uh, tournaments, normally from the late 80s, early 90s, although Brazil, um, Belgium's cracking home shirt goes way back to uh, 83, round about that period. But yeah, colombia is a standard Adidas template of the late 80s, early 90s, mm. but given a modern twist. So Adidas are kind of reinventing their own history a little bit there. Um, keeping to tradition, but also making it contemporary, which is, is the key, I feel, for good kit design. Yeah.
1: In sort of a spirit of hands across the water and also an attempt to not get beaten up, I was thinking of getting a Russia shirt to wear when I was in Are the, you really? Well, I was thinking of it, but then you showed it to me, and it's it's, it's, it's not great, is it?
4: Is that the Russia home shirt? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, again, that's, that goes back to a shirt they wore, I think, in the Olympics um, in 88, I think it was. So, again, it's a standard Adidas template from way back then, one of their Climalite shirts, so one that has high-tech fabric that they've reappropriated for this year. But the away shirt's interesting for Russia, A uh, kind of another pixelated little, little square effect, which is quite an interesting look.
2: Red is very much the popular colour. As you scroll, there's a lot of teams wearing just plain red shirts.
4: Yeah, there's, there, there will be obviously we've got Portugal, Egypt. I think the Iran away kit's red. Mm. So there's there's lots of teams. Poland, of course, have a red shirt in their in their kit bag as well. Spain,
2: um, e, yeah, as you said, Egypt, are oh, as well, yeah. yeah, Denmark, um, Panama, Denmark. Switzerland, Russia, Serbia, Costa Rica, all red.
4: Good. That's, do you know what? That's actually quite a high
2: percentage, isn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah. I did not realise it was quite that high. Yeah. Mm. Have you got a personal favourite of any of
4: the ones you've seen so far? Do you know what? I love, the, the, as I mentioned, the Belgium home yeah. shirt. I think is an absolute cracker. But the real secret one that not many people are talking about is Brazil's away shirts, which is following the, the standard Nike template that we're seeing across their roster, mm. but with a really gorgeous kind of like um, fragmented star effect going throughout it. So playing obviously what Brazil's World Cup successes. But it's so well done. So the home shirts fairly sober, but the away shirts thinking right. Let's have a, a bit of bit of flair here, and I think that's that's definitely one of my favourites.
2: Fantastic. Uh, look, good to talk to you, John. <clears> Thanks <throat> very much. And
4: you, thank you very much. My pleasure. Uh,
2: <throat> John's book is uh, excellent. Um, it's called uh, International Football Kits from the True Colours series. He's done an awful lot of the domestic kits in the books, but this one's got all the fantastic graphics. Uh, mm. Of all the international shirts. Yeah, I like the Belgian one. He's got a yeah, point about Nice, that, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Johnny, uh, Panama's World Cup oh, song? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, so this is uh, Panama's offering. <laughs> so that's uh, a bunch of people all got together. Uh, the track was recorded for Copper Airlines as a send off mm. for the national team. Mm. I think it's called The Tide Rises. Um what, what's the next one we're gonna hear? You're gonna ask the producer. <laughs> oh, Iran. Oh okay, and you're gonna like this one. Boto ham Boto Michael Ball, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Like that? No. Not
1: sure. No. Don't know that at all,
2: uh, There's one. There's a joint one, which is Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Morocco. Oh, kind hands of hands across Ara- the water. A- an right? Arabian themed for all those sides heading for the World Cup. <laughs>
0: no?
5: Yeah. Right, no?
1: Yeah. It's very, very enjoyable.
2: Yeah. Let's have a bit of Nigeria, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I think Senegal's our favorite at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, Senegal. No, I did like Iran. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's, have a, you. let's have a bit of uh, let's have a bit of Nigeria. Then. <laughs> it's called
1: Issa Gold. it's good. You like that one? Yeah. yeah. I can see myself dancing that in my Nigerian shirt. Can you really? Well, if I can get hold of the shirt. Well,
2: we will film it and we'll put it on the <laughs> website. And maybe we should have a bit of Sweden. Mm. Three young lads who've uh, got together. Apparently, they did it for Euro 2016. Mm. They've just recycled it for the
1: World Cup. <laughs> they saying, it yeah, do watch it on BBC, listen to it on talks. That's what they're that's singing right, yeah, yeah. in yeah, Swedish. That's definitely.
2: good, yeah. And then we got kids. We all like like kids singing songs, don't yeah. we? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mexico, they've got a kid. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's, uh, he's the uh, kid from the movie Coco. Oh,
0: OK. Vamos al Mundial. Let's go to the World Cup. Yeah.
1: Mexican trumpet game.
2: Man. You like that? You like a bit of Mexican trumpet? <laughs> we <Why not?
0: laughs> all do, don't uh, we? Herb
1: Albert situation as Glenn
0: would say.
2: Now Croatia look like just about to give you a good hiding. Oh yeah. Um, this is a, a rap song, uh, Maya Croatia, but they, they look cool. a bit tasty, cool. don't yeah, they? Yeah, that you that's know what I mean and <laughs> moody. I don't want any trouble there. <laughs> no, Let's have a listen to the song.
1: A bit allergic to Croatian music. He's one of my best mates in Croatian, brother, yeah, and he, and he plays, plays you a lot of all this music all the time. Drives me potty. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't won- we got one more, have we? I just want to say something to you. though. I want to mention something that Gareth oh, Southgate said, so slightly away from the music. Oh but yeah, I thought because that, that, we were there, and he was talking about you know he, the approach of how the the team will be in the hotel, and he said. Mm. I had a night in the hotel with the Dutch in Brazil in yeah. 2014, and was surprised how relaxed they were. And do you remember that we went along to meet the ITV team? And yeah. it was the hotel that the Dutch were staying. We couldn't get over how accessible they were and how yeah. relaxed they were. They were just hanging around the the bar, weren't they? And just yeah. sort of
2: chatting to all the we fans watching that football, were coming They in. came over. I mean, there was a bit, a bit of a ringer still getting in at the bar. You had to be sort of you know. Yeah. They, they, but still, once yeah. you're in there, they were they were dead friendly. They were they? mingling.
1: They were mingling, yeah, mm. just sitting around, chatting really to well. so it influenced writing Gareth, Gordon and Strachan it? and yeah. Glenn, weren't they? We, yeah. Was Gareth part? He must have been part of the ITV team. I yeah, he was. must have what doing, yeah.
2: Mm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we have one more. This is okay. uh, Serbia. It was a beer commercial that's become the uh, their anthem. Have a listen to this.
3: Listen to the Hawksby and Jacob Show live every Monday to Friday afternoon from one, broadcasting across the UK on DAB digital radio, online at Talksport.com or via the Talksport app.
1: So there we are. That was the best of the week. Um, yeah. We should say that with the World Cup next week, there yeah. will be a daily podcast. a daily update. Okay, daily okay. Update,
2: fair enough. Podcast, yeah, so do tune in. With different goings on. We uh, we start our shows out in Russia on Thursday. That's right, from Uh, Thursday. That's right, yeah. Okay, excellent. Thank you. Thank you. We'll leave it there, and thanks for downloading us.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.